With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here with another edition of Challenge Mania. This episode is brought to you by Challenge Mania Live Miami. We are coming to the Miami Improv on Saturday, December the 21st, and we are bringing Nani Gonzalez, Josh Martinez, and just announced C.T. Tamborello. That's right. Go to challengemania.live to get your tickets today. Meet and greet tickets are still available for a little bit longer, and then they will be sold out, NWO sold out. So go to challengemania.live today and come and ring in the holidays with myself, DKO, Nani, Josh, and CT at the Miami Improv. And that's not even it. We have another guest we're going to announce soon. All right. You didn't come for me. You came for D. So on the line right now, he is the pit bull to my Alex Rodriguez. He is the Dwayne Wade to my LeBron James. He is the Alonzo Mourning to my Pat Riley. Mr. 305 himself, Mr. Derek Kaczynski. What's up, dude? Oh, now I got to 305, Miami. Oof, man. You know, one of the first things I ever did in Miami is I went to the VMAs in Miami and watched Puff Daddy roll up in a yacht. So everyone was like, instead of like doing the limos, I did the limo. But I was 19 years old and I'm watching like all these famous celebrities, probably Pitbull too, roll up to the VMAs to the red carpet. If you were 19 years old, Pitbull was not there, but go ahead. Hmm, Pitbull is like, Uh, uh, like only been around. P. Diddy was the hot guy, right? Yes. P. Diddy was the hot guy. I remember what you're talking about. He rolled up in a yacht. That was back when I was still watching the VMAs and they still featured artists I've heard of. So, uh, I remember what you're talking about. So they brought you 19 years old to the VMAs in Miami? Yeah. Speaking of reunions, which is something we'll get into later, but yeah, um, back in the day, um, I'd still think everyone that's on a show gets, gets invited right away. But yeah, I mean, I'm 19. I was probably 20 at the time. I probably turned 20 at the time. And, uh, you know, me and my fellow cast mentor were invited to the right carpet and, you know, we did all the photos and, um, and then at the end, like, you know, people like road rules and then you have like fans around and they're like cheering. I'm like, you know me, you like, you watch my show. They're like, yeah, we love you. And, um, I'm like, just, just like, holy shit. You know, I can't believe I'm here, but that was the last time I went to Miami. VMAs used to be, be a big Miami. deal. Yeah. I remember like, yeah, no, I, it used to be, I, I remember back in when I was in middle school, high school and like VMA performances used to be iconic. And I remember like Marilyn Manson, for instance, like that was the first time I think a lot of like kids who like thought maybe I should like Marilyn Manson. I'm supposed to be a grunger, like got to see him on TV and like Eminem, I remember did some performances where he brought out like, what was it like 50,000 people dressed like not 50,000. That's like, that's idiotic, but like 500 people dressed in with blonde hair and stuff like that. And you remembered these performances for like the next five years. Now I couldn't necessarily tell you what anybody's doing. I'm sure pink is like flying on trapeze or something, but um, remember those days? 
let me do another challenge in your lifetime because mm. that VMAs uh, was the first time I went, but also my sister's season of Road Rules went, who was Brad, so uh, you mean Brad, world. Robin. Right, real world. So it was Brad, Robin, Jamie, Randy, um, I forgot, what's her name? Frankie, who passed away, rest in peace. Um, yeah, they were there too. And, you know, we'll be seeing Brad at Challenge Mania Live Chicago in a month, um, doing that reunion. It's kind of like a Gauntlet 2 reunion now. It's like, uh, Mark Long, Brad, uh, Jamie Murray. We dug up the ghost of Jamie Murray, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, no, those are me and Frankie almost got kicked out of those VMAs. I mean, that was Miami. So I can't wait to be back doing the reunion with, uh, Nani. Have I done a show with Nani before? Yeah. Chicago done, last year. Yeah. We did challenge Mania live, but I've never actually done a, a challenge with her. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So, so CT is going to be with us in Miami. Now the tickets are flying off the rack. So there's a few meet and greet tickets left. And once those are gone, it's GA only. Chicago only has GA only. But here's the deal. There's one other way you can get VIP meet and greet tickets to any show, even if it's sold out. And I know some people are getting intimidated by the travel flights to Miami and whatnot because hotels, flights, etc. It's around the holidays. Here's one way you can go to any Challenge Mania Live you want, regardless of where you live. It's back, okay? DraftKings contest, Challenge Mania is back. Hyped about the free VIP meet and greet passes you've been hearing about? Well, we've teamed up once again with DraftKings to give you a huge opportunity to win not one, but two VIP meet and greet passes just by playing fantasy football. Who doesn't love that? Well, Bears fans probably don't. You think you got what it takes to beat the competition? Here's what you'll need to do. Go to dkng.co slash challenge mania that's dkng.co slash challenge mania you draft a full lineup free with your first deposit of five dollars or more so if you're making your first deposit it's free and watch your players rack up points score the most points and you win now not only do you win free vip mean green passes with a first place finish but here's the kicker. You also get an additional $1,500 to put towards hotel, travel, whatever else you want to do. I don't care where you're going or what holiday it's right next to. That should cover it. That's $1,700 in total value when you throw in the tickets. That's an insane package, but you have to act quickly. This contest won't be around forever. It locks at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, October 27th. That's this coming Sunday. If you're listening to this a week late, you're too late. To enter, go to dkng.co slash challengemania. That's dkng.co slash challengemania. Derek and I will also have the links available on all of our social pages, Instagram, Twitter, the whole deal. Make sure you make sure you check out those if you want to click directly. What are you waiting for? Get drafting now. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. That's right. If it's your first deposit, I believe you get to play for free. I think otherwise it might be $3. I'm not sure. But guys, this is your chance to attend Challenge Mania Live Chicago, Challenge Mania Live Miami, maybe the Nashville show we're getting close to announcing for, uh, what is it going to be, January? End of January might be coming to the Music City. So, uh, yeah, get clicking, get playing. Don't draft any bears this Sunday, DraftKings. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. CT, if you're in the in New England area, CT just uh, came out that movie that we had been promoting for habitual. a little bit there. Habitual. Changed from habit to habitual. Um, it's out there. Uh, he was in, uh, he was in, uh, the New England area at Patriots Place. Um, I think he was doing a little bit of meeting and greeting, uh, for, for two or three days there. Um, but I, I believe that it'll be, in select theaters out there in the New England area for the next like two weeks. So if you get a chance and you're in the area, go check it out. Uh, show some love. Um, also heard that Johnny Bananas was in a, is in a, is in a movie. Um, Jane Silent Bob the Reboot. Yep. 
How about that? Kevin Smith movie. That? Yes. And also in that movie, Chris Jericho. And, oh, yeah, your uh, guy. Yeah, well, our guy. I mean, he's just my guy. He's a, he's the the wrestling world's guy. He's the AEW he's, champion. He's la champion. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so he was at the premiere for that. I think uh, Morgan went with him. We saw some photos. But I actually – I have to dig this up. I haven't listened to it yet. But when I posted the photo of Jericho and Johnny, someone brought up, oh, have you heard Johnny on Talk is Jericho right after the Rivals 3 finale? I have not heard that. And I love Jericho's podcast, Talk is Jericho. So I will be digging that up and listening to that, and I will let you know what I think. Um, speaking of listening to podcasts, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on each episode of War of the Worlds 2, here's what you got to do. Go to patreon.com slash challenge mania because that's where we have our bonus podcast series, The War Room. So you'll hear in this episode with Esther Falana, ladies and gentlemen, as our guest. We will get into quite a bit last week's episode where she goes into elimination with Georgia. We'll talk about that. But if you want to hear our thoughts on the episode as a whole, really breaking it down in detail, and if every week you want to hear us break down that week's episode right when the episode goes off the air, become a Maniac-level patron over at patreon.com slash challengemania. All right, I'm going to introduce some new patrons, give them a shout-out, uh, really want to shout them out and thank them. Gabrielle Kernute, uh, we have Kristen, Kayla uh, Dayarman, Heather Van Meter, Nicole Mueller, Sarah Bramble, uh, Namaste with Nani. Just wanted, she wanted me to go by her Twitter alias, Namaste with nice. Nani. Uh, Alexandria Stewart, Dave Villa, or Villa, 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 Julie, Scott Thomas, Courtney Breshers, Jen D, Julie Fruciano, James Austin, Chris Long, Courtney Kattengall, and Amanda Howard. Thank you guys so much for joining the pod squad. We hope you guys dig it. We do giveaways almost every single week. We have the bonus podcast series over there, the war room. Lots of great reasons to become a member of the pod squad over at patreon.com slash challenge mania. Dude, speaking of CT, of yeah. course, one of the most famous fathers on the challenge playing to this day. We have a mother uh, who is now on the challenge who just got eliminated last week who's going to come on the show today, share her story about being a mother, about being from a show called Back Chat London, which, you know, we have to both admit neither of us knew about the show. It's a YouTube show, very popular over there in the UK. We did some research on the show we get more of a breakdown from esther falana who is on the podcast today and uh we talk about it with her a little bit but after last week's ep episode i think our friend esther here has made quite a bit of fans in the challenge community yeah for sure and she's got fans of we are now fans of not only back chat but also esther yeah, and I'm going to be checking that out. I mean, you'll hear, I don't want to give it away, but, um, yeah. we, uh, hear a little bit about what that show's format is. I will confess it is not what I thought it would have been when I just heard what the show was and knowing where the challenge has been drawing from lately. So I was very impressed to hear that this is not your typical reality show that she comes from. So I will definitely be checking it out. She lets us know where we can do that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and maniacs alike, if you do want to let Esther know that you heard her on the show and, uh, shout her out, whether it's for her play on the challenge or her appearance here today, she is at Esther Falana one. That's E S T H E R F A L A N A one, uh, on Twitter and let her know that you appreciate her coming on the podcast. D, what do you say we get to it? All right. People need to set those fantasy lineups for the DraftKings contest this Sunday. People need to get over to challengemania.live, get their tickets for Chicago on November 23rd, the roast of Mark Long and of course Miami on December 21st. They might need to apply to for a new Jobs, so they get tickets to Nashville that we're about to announce for January. Lots of fun stuff. I think we should get right to Esther. What do you say? Let's get Esther. Her. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the line right now, we have for you the star of last week's episode of War of the Worlds Part 2. She is a rookie from Team UK, and she is here to join us and let us know about her rookie experience on the challenge, Miss Esther Falana. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hey, doing awesome. Um, Did you know that the – nice to meet you, by the way. Thanks so much for coming on. I can't wait to get into talking about the uh, – the parent talk. I know, I know this is challenge mania and it's all about the challenge, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Scott's a new dad. Um, we had recent, we had, when you were coming on the show and we were trying to figure out like, where are these all, all these new people from? Like, what do they do? Why, why are they here? How did they get, how did they get warped into this, um, this, uh, this, 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 this planet? I like, I like to call it a, a planet with like, like superheroes with superpowers and and you were one of them but one of your superpowers is is you're a mom so i i, I don't yes. know when you want to get into the mom talk scott but that was that was what i was most intrigued about when i heard esther was coming on uh, on the on the show oh yes i'm a mommy i have a daughter who's six years old she's soon going to be seven um i had her at 21 so i was a young mom and yeah like ever since then it's just been you know Mummy mode, mummy, mummy, you know, that's all I do, mummy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think we should start with getting some of Esther's background as far as her life, her, her previous reality TV career or YouTube TV career, and, and she can kind of sprinkle in there when uh, the child came into play and whatnot. Uh, I think a lot of people, it's funny, now the challenge is pulling from so many areas, so many different countries and different shows. I believe you're the first person from a YouTube show to be on the challenge. Now, being on a YouTube show in 2019 is a lot different than being on a YouTube show in like 2008 in someone's mom's basement. This was a really popular show out there in the UK. So walk us through what, is it BK Chat London or is it Back Chat London? What do you guys call it? What's the format for the show and how did you get selected to do it? Okay, so I come from a show, a YouTube show called Backchat London. It's a very, very big show in the United Kingdom, especially amongst the urban community. Um, it blew up in 2016. And yeah, I was just known on the show to be very, you know, opinionated. I didn't care about, you know, what I had to, I, I didn't care about how it came across. I would just say it as it is. And yeah, I think from being quite outspoken and being very honest, standing by what I felt, it kind of gave me a very big, you know, um, following. It gave me a big, um, you know, a big reputation in the streets of the UK. So everyone knew me as a very outspoken, loud girl. And yeah, and that was kind of it. That's how Backchat started. Ever since then, we've kind of, you know, we've had a few seasons on YouTube. Um, one of the t- what, Backchat, what Backchat's about, um, it's a reality debate show. So we have five girls and five guys who um, sit opposite each other and we talk about social topics that affect us in our current environment and our current community. You know, such as to- topics that are not commonly discussed amongst ourselves on a regular basis. Maybe you might have it amongst with your guys. You know, you might talk about the girl you're seeing you know you might have that little chit chat here and there but with girls and guys having social topics um discussed in front of each other which affect one another in each other such as abortion does a, an, a guy have an opinion in whether uh, on whether a woman should have an abortion you know and stuff like that it was quite big you know and we blew up because you know it's it was never done nothing had ever been done like it before and that was and that's kind of where my background of um Backchat comes from. Um, I was scouted from Backchat. I was scouted for the challenge, but for through Backchat. So they had known about the show, they had watched it, 
and yeah, and that was kind of how my journey began on the challenge. Yeah, I got to say, I'm impressed with, you know, it's funny, I think challenge fans want to see their favorites from older seasons of the challenge and other MTV shows. But if they are going to branch out and cast from a wider pool and from other countries and other shows, I'm impressed that they dug that deep and were able to obviously have some minds and eyes on the ground in the UK, because you probably have to be from the UK or know someone from the UK to know of a popular YouTube show out there. And to be honest with you, just hearing the format of that show. Show, you know, it sounds like that is almost the best audition you could have for your personality when it comes to reality TV. Obviously, the challenge has a competitive element as well, and we'll get to that. But I mean, when you just explain the show about talking about politics and talking about issues and abortion and stuff like that, that sort of gets sprinkled into all of the shows we have out here. But none of these shows are bold enough to just address the fact that that really is why we're watching the show. So like we have a show here called The Real World, where we're supposed to believe yeah. that it's seven people picked to live in a house and blah, blah, blah. And then when you watch the show, it's all people talking about issues just like you named. So I like that this one just wears it on its sleeve, and that's what the show is about. It's a reality debate show, like you said. Um, and you, met, you mentioned it being very big in the urban community and whatnot. I was reading an interview with the creator of the show. I believe his name is Andy, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, Andy Amati, and he said that there was not a lot of representation for a show like that, and thus it went to YouTube. Was there any talk of it then getting, you know, maybe a, a deal with a larger network and becoming a big hit out there on television, or does Andy just want to keep it on YouTube because you have more freedom there or something like that? Do you know what it is? We have, um, we have had deals come our way. We actually had a deal with Vice at one point, and um, which Vice is quite big in America as well. And um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, we didn't we wasn't we didn't the deal fell through because um, I think a new a new I think it, the whole uh, um, the deal that they had in place, someone else came in, um, new management came in and they scrapped our show. And obviously, I think as well, I, I think it was kind of a blessing at the same time, because the problem was, is that. When we were looking at the deal, even though it was a good deal, they were changing a lot of the elements and the formats of the show, mm. you know, which, you know, wasn't really going to, it wouldn't make it back chat anymore because the whole point of the show and why it's blown is because we're discussing topics that are not usually discussed. Even we had parents, you know, parents watching the show. And, and I used to get messages from parents saying, wow, like you guys spoke about, you know, because we even discussed, we've got a big ep epidemic right now in the UK with knife crime. And we have a lot of young people, you know, dying on our streets. And it's, 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 it's young men killing each other. So we discussed that as well. And, you know, what, why, you know, why it's happening, what ways we can try and help to resolve it. And I remember we had mothers contacting us and saying, you know, um, I watched the show and it was really like, it was it was a good insight of understanding what young people because you know as a parent we kind of don't understand what our children go through because we're not in that world i know we try to be in that world but we're not do you know what i mean so to have the debate show and discuss current topics you know about what's going on and then having parents watch oh okay so this is how young people think and this is how they view it whereas we may not view it the same way i think um a lot of people appreciated that so yeah it's kind of it, it is and i think with andy i think the problem is, is that Andy doesn't want to. Andy doesn't want to lose the, the 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 taste of the show. So the problem is, it's fine getting a deal because we've had two deals on the table, um, and it's getting a deal that's going to still keep the same format and not change it too much because we are raw and authentic, and that's what makes us who we are. 
Well, that's very noble of him to do that. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people along the way make concessions when it comes to creative license and, and whatnot to take the money. So the fact that, you know, he's, you know, standing pat and keeping it his vision, your guys's vision, your guys's voice, I think is very noble. Hopefully those YouTube checks are coming in too. Uh, the, the article I read, yes. granted it's from, it's from 2017, but you're listed, you're one of the first people mentioned and you're listed as a makeup artist. Now, is that still your primary job? Um, was that just your job when you started doing this? And how do you describe yourself? Like, are you a makeup artist still to this day? Or have you kind of pivoted and reality TV influencers is more your your thing? Yeah, so basically, um, I'm a freelance makeup artist. Um, I also have my own hair company. So S Beauties is like a, it's a, it's an umbrella. So, you know, I'd say it's like a, S Beauties is the whole. And I, underneath that umbrella, I do hair and makeup and I do freelance makeup. So, um, um, basically, I still do makeup. I'm not going to say I don't because it's that's my that's my baby. That's what I I've been doing makeup since 2011. Um, and hair is something that you know it also evolved from being on Backchat and having so many fans love my style and how I did my hair. Because if you watch the season one, I used to have multicolored hair. I was very very creative with my styles. So um, yeah, I still do. I still am seen as a freelance makeup artist, and I'm also seen as a um, a wig maker. So I still do those things on the side. You know, wow. I like I like those coins. I like those coins. So I like yeah. to take it all avenues. <laughs> Did any of those skills come out in the challenge house? I know like Leroy's a barber, so he's always cutting hair out there. I know that Cam's always getting uh, her girls in her wigs and stuff like that. Did you become close enough with any of the people in the house that you started doing their makeup or doing their hair at all during the filming of the show? Cam's Cam's my girl. I love Cam and I also love Leroy. Yeah, me and I helped Cam sew a track in when, you know, so sewing a track is when one of your tracks come out. So we sewed it in. So yeah, and we also spoke a lot about hair, our businesses, you know, and that's something that we really did click on because we're both in the same, you know, um, field, especially when it comes to hair and beauty. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know much about, uh, sewing, uh, tracks. <laughs> and, and, uh, I, I don't know much about that. Um, I am interested. I, I did have the vision of like Esther sewing, uh, like, t- like, like taking a needle to, to Cam's hair there for a second. And then yeah, I, I was like, that. I was like, I, I don't know how that works. I definitely watch. Um, that's definitely a challenge that I would lose at Scott. Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, uh, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just like intrigued by Esther's like background. You know what I mean? Like, when she says we have a knife fighting epidemic, that's what you said, right? A knife fighting? Is that, knife is that what violence, that's a, that's I think. A, a knife violence. Like we've got a lot of young yeah. boys killing that's, each other on our streets. Yeah. And it's a big epidemic in our in our environment. And it's not, it's, you know, on at, we, at one point, London had the highest, we, we beat New York in terms of the death rates of how many stabbings that were going on in our streets. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been crazy. See, like, I'm, I'm intrigued at this show. Like, I'm, I, like, I, I, I want to be in on these conversations. I want, I want to see what they're talking about. I, you know, I was wondering, yeah. is, is, how do they, how, do, like, do you guys have a host? How do they, like, throw these topics at you guys? Like, so basically, uh, the format of the show is we have, we're in a kitchen kind of environment, like an open space kitchen. We have five guys that will sit across, 
um, the, uh, from us. So we have five women on one side and five guys on the other side. Now, depending on what we what a week it is, the guys get the option to answer um, to answer a question, or the girls get the option to answer a question. But the questions form from production. So production, who is Andy Amadi and his team, will you know see what's going on on social media and find out what's popping, and then you know most probably kind of create a question around that. So, like for example, one of the episodes that I'm still I, we just finished filming ourselves recently, and one of the questions, one of the episodes that's coming out on Wednesday, which is in two days, is about um, um, children and having bringing. Uh, obviously, it was a, it, this question was a scenario. Um, if you're in a happily married home and you find out you're pregnant, and the doctor said that the baby is going to have a disability. Um, you as a wife wants to keep the child. You know, you as a wife doesn't want to keep the child, but your husband wants to keep the child. What do you do? You know, so those are kind of some of the scenarios that you find yourself in, because obviously that's something that affects us in our current community. We have those um, topics and I mean, those issues that occur in, in relationships where they find themselves in predicaments. So, yeah, we have five guys and five women. And the question basically is in an envelope. And literally, uh, you open the envelope and that's it. And basically, that's how the debate begins. Uh, I see. I see. Where, where can they where can they watch this? Like to, like so a new episode comes out every Wednesday. Yes, every Wednesday it's on Backtrack, but obviously um, it's well, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. our time, so I don't know what time it would be for you guys. I think that's but around it's 8 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern time if you're uh, in okay. the New York area. Yeah, so it'll be about 3 p. Yeah, so 8 p.m. our time. It comes out on YouTube, so Backtrack London, B-K-C-H-A-T, then L-D-N, and yeah, you, I'm plastered all over it, so you won't be able to miss my face. <laughs> I, I have to plead <laughs> ignorance here because when I just read, like, you know, and, and Backchat, uh, London is spelled with like, you know, it's kind of abbreviated. It's like B-K-C-H-A-T-L-D-N kind of thing. And I looked at it and just kind of guessing, guessing based on the other shows people are getting pulled from, Love Island, Jordy Shore, et cetera. I assumed Backchat was some sort of like a dating show. I really did. And so to hear, yeah. to read the article I read today and did the hear you describing it, I'm blown away that A, that a show like this exists. I think they, more of these should exist out here as well. Yeah. And I think it'd be interesting to maybe put one of these together with maybe some talent that have already been on reality shows that might maybe bring some more eyeballs to it than if you just kind of went with random people to start. But regardless, I'm really impressed that they went and dug you up from this show and put you on the challenge because to me it seemed like they were falling into a little bit of a trap here of like let's go to the fitness show let's go to the you know the um what's it called uh yeah what's the one survival that Bear did yeah survival of the fittest and you know stranded on an island and this and that and dating shows so i am so happy that they went and found you from this show um now that being said do you have any sort of a competitive background, athletic background? And when this was brought to you, how much was explained to you how much sort of physical exertion and risk-taking would be involved in this show? Because as I just said, the show you come from, I mean, you're sitting at a kitchen table having these great debates, and now you're getting hung off of a cliff, and now you're flying through the air, and now you're swimming for two and a half miles <laughs> and doing all this stuff that you would have no idea how to do unless you had trained yeah. at some other point in your life. Yeah. Now, um, in terms of I, in terms of fitness, I haven't been fit since I was most probably like 17, 18. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I used to run 100 meters as a kid. Um, but yeah, I haven't really got in. After I've had my daughter, fitness has not been something is that is my my forum. I'll be honest with you. 
Um, I would definitely say when I was called for the show, um, the only thing I was kind of advised to do is watch watch the YouTube trailer. Literally, like that was what I was told. Watch the YouTube trailer. Now I didn't have I, I, that was it. Like I was just given a YouTube link and said, watch this and let us know what you think and let us know if you want to go on the show. I said, oh my gosh. So I watched the YouTube trailer and it was the challenge thirty three. And I thought, okay, this this was kind of cool, Mad Max kind of vibe, kind of thing. I thought, Mad, you know, because it's got that Mad Max, like that desert, you mm-hmm. know. And I thought, bro, this looks a bit cool. And I thought, it even reminded me of, you know, like when you take the kids to like those like indoor, like um, you know, climbing up the ladders, doing little, you know, um, climb and um, wall climbing and stuff. I thought oh, I could handle this, but I refused. My management, I remember at the time, were like, don't watch every, don't watch an episode because. They knew if I watched an episode, I am gonna, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm not doing this. Hell nah, hell nah, I'm not doing this. Like the trailer, the trailer was enough for me to just be like, okay, well I'm gonna put one foot in, and I'm still gonna have my other foot out the door. Do you know what I mean? Then my management kind of pushed me in completely, and then I so I did not watch no episodes prior. I refused to. I only watched the trailer, and I thought, you know what? I'm a very risky girl. Like I like to take, um, I like to explore and I like to take risks because life is short and you never know when your time's going to come and go. So I just thought, you know what? Let me just go on and hope for the best and, you know, see. And then obviously I did kind of grasp that it was a fitness kind of show and, you know, I had to be quite fit. So I did start, I did do a bit of training before I went in, but obviously the training that I did, as I said, like, I, I it was I was no, nowhere near ready of what was going to be expected of me when I actually got out there. <laughs> you right, know you can't I mean? you can't go to the gym and they have a two hundred pound skull for you to carry. That's just not you know oh. they don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you know you know you know what you know what's interesting though is like you didn't you, you didn't seem scared of anything. Um, you know like and, and on top of that, here's here's one thing you can hang your hat on. You beat you beat guys out of this game show. Uh, comp- competitive reality show, whatever you want to call it. You beat, you beat guys out that have done this for 15 years. You, you beat guys yeah. that are, are the faces of the franchise. You know? I so, was shocked. I'm not going to lie. I was very shocked. And you know what? Yeah, as well. I was very shocked. And it was, it was, I, one thing I'll say is I'm a very fearless girl. I don't fear nothing, you know. Because I feel like my biggest fear, I would say, is not, I, I believe we're all, we're all, you know, created and we're all going to eventually pass on. So my biggest fear, I would say, would probably be death at some point. I think my biggest fear of them all, if I had to say what was your biggest fear, would be jumping off that cliff. But one thing about me is that I, I live life to its fullest. So I've always been that child that when I go to a theme park, I want to go on the biggest rides. Like that was me as a child. So I like the adrenaline rush, if that makes sense. If, yeah. that, if you get where I'm coming from, I like yeah. that that thrill. But at the same time, there is still that fear within it, within me. But I wouldn't show it because I just feel like I'm still going to do it regardless of whether I'm scared or not. Did, did you think at any point you were going to die? Like, were there any situations? I'm not sure if you actually got a chance to go up in the air. Did you go up in the air? Were you up in the air at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, of course I went in, up in the air when I jumped off the bloody cliff. <laughs> no, but I didn't do no... Um, I think they call it... Um, they, they, there's a name for it that everyone used to call it when you do like um, challenges up in the air and you have to go from maybe one big place to another. No, I never. But um, oh, I would yeah, say yeah, yeah. I, didn't, uh-huh. I didn't think I was going to die, but the production, I think they will remember me. I used to always, before I'd go to the challenge, like when I'd be walking to my next challenge or when we would, when we would do the group challenges, I'd be like, 
Y'all try to kill me today. Y'all try to kill me today. How y'all gonna kill me today? That's why I, I always used to laugh and production used to laugh at me because I'd be like, how are you trying to kill me this time? You don't want me to, you know, swim with the sharks? Or what? what is it this time? You know what I mean? So I used to banter with them about it, but I never actually thought I would die. You know what I mean? I never thought. I thought the worst that could happen is I would seriously injure myself. Yeah. You, you know, you know, I, I feel like it's gotten a little bit more cushy over the years. Um, you know, yeah. usually back in the day, uh, you know, that that clip that you jumped off of and you had to like hook the ring and then and then slide down the uh, yeah. slide down the uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, what, what's that called? The zip line. Like usually if you miss that ring, you're falling all the way into the water and and it probably flipping a couple times. Waking up in the water and then having to go for that swim, you know. So, uh, you know, I think I think in some ways you guys got got kind of lucky uh, on that one. Uh, I heard that, you, know? you may have died. Heard that. You may have died. You may have died. Derek's like in my day we had no concussion protocol. Yeah. I was not gonna lie. Even Leroy told me one time that they did one challenge where they had to jump. They were oh, covered yeah. in like lube. Like lube, 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 lube. I think gel, yeah. and they had to jump. Well, the cars were covered in lube gel, and they had to jump through about four cars through the glass. And that he literally somersaulted into the water, and yeah. production had to swim in. His so I was just like, I, I opened my eyes. I was like, huh? You lying? I'm gonna guess yeah, your like, management. Uh, I'm gonna guess your management did not show you that clip of Leroy because it is absolutely frightening. He flies through the air. He literally flies through the air. He bounces off this car and then like simultaneously slides off it with a bunch of jello on him or whatever. And then literally in the air spins like three times before he smacks onto the water and knocks himself unconscious. It is like the worst thing you'll ever see. Um, so wait, so you watched mm-hmm. one trailer. So I have to imagine you had no context for the people who are part of the challenge world going into this show. Um, how much is, yeah. is back chat a part of the reality scene in London and in the UK, because obviously it's on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have like events you go to or you guys interact at all on social media just by proxy. My question is, did you know any of Team UK going into the show from either watching a Love Island or a Geordie Shore or anything like that or meeting them in, in your travels? Okay, no. So with Backtrack, Backtrack is not really seen as a reality TV show like Love Island or X on the Beach. You know, it's more of a YouTube um um, show. So I haven't, I, have, I wasn't, um, I, I'd, I'd known of like some of the cast like Bear, Georgia, Theo, because I watched Love Island on my TV and it's quite a popular show. But, um, the people that really in the UK know about Backchat were more the black community, the, um, ethnic minorities because it's an urban show, like, you know, and you, I, like, for example, Idris knew of the show. He, he knew about it because all his mates from Birmingham knew about the show. And, but not a lot of, like, Theo knew about the show as well. And, um, so it's not, it's, it's, it's got, it's not, I would say that I knew some of them because obviously they're on actual, you know, satellite TV. Like you put on channel three and they're on. So they're on our mainstream TV, whereas Backchat, you have to go on YouTube. And if you're not really a social media, if you're not on social media hardcore, such as um, like all of our blogs, like Shade Borough, UK Gossip, then you're not going to really know about Backchat because they're the ones who put it up at most, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, with the um, Love Islands and the X on the Beaches, they have, like, the Daily Star. They have, like, you know, mainstream magazines and mainstream TV who support them, if that makes sense. 
So, so yeah. that must have created kind of an interesting dynamic going in because, you know, this, this show is split down the middle, Team US, Team UK. Among Team US, you have a lot of people who have been doing this show together for several years. On Team UK, I'd imagine you have some people who know each other from the reality TV scene and whatnot. But as you mentioned, you're sort of fragmented from that as well. Talk about the like political dynamic on your team. Who did you get along with? Who did you not get along with? And did you feel like an outsider within your own team of essentially outsiders in this challenge world? Do you know, I did feel like I was an outsider. If, um, I'll be honest with you, I definitely did feel like an outsider, only because everyone knew each other, because they all came from a reality show. Even like Idris, Idris is from the same show as Theo. You know, George is from the same show as Theo. And as well as that, like, some of these guys have met up before and been with each other before. Like, nobody knew of my show except for Idris, you know what I mean? So, obviously, naturally... There's natural form friendships or, you know, not even friendships, but, you know, you, you guys have been in the same social circles in, and have all met once upon a time, whether it be at an event or at a club, etc. So I had, I had nobody. I literally knew nobody. So literally it was like I was stepping into an environment that I had no clue of anyone. I wasn't sure how people would receive me. From the airport, you know, you could already see the clicks and the gangs, you know, and it was, that's how it was. But I just, I'm, I, I'm very confident in my, my abilities as a person in the sense that I've got a very good social game. I'm a very friendly person. I'm a loving person. I'm a caring person. And, um, um, I felt that if you give me that chance, you will, you will like me. Do you know what I mean? And that's what it was. And, uh, for example, when I was in the house, you know, I used to like, because I'm a mummy, I guess, maybe that's the mummy in me. I, if I was making fish, I'd make fish for those who asked. Do you know what I mean? Or I wouldn't even ask if you want fish. I'd make about four pieces of codfish. You know what I mean? So whoever wanted to eat could eat. Do you know what I mean? So I was very, very, very like, you know, mummy-ish at times. You know, and people kind of loved that about me. Even Zach, like, I remember he was like, you're a mummy. Like, can you help me fold my shirt? Like, because I, I don't, I want to, I've just ironed it, but I don't want it to get any creases. So um, it was definitely... At first, um, very um, uncomfortable because everyone knew each other. But I felt, given within a couple of days, like I was able to kind of find my 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 my, my grounding and kind of know where I stood with people. And you know, I think from there, I think people then was like, "Oh, okay, Esther, you're like this, you're like that," you know. All right, more with Esther in just a little bit. I just want to remind you guys about November 23rd. Where will we be? Chicago, Illinois at the Chicago Improv for the roast of Mark Long. We will be roasting the Godfather and giving him his Challenge Mania Hall of Fame ring. We'll be doing that with probably two Hall of Famers in their own right someday. Brad Fiorenza and, of course, Mr. Jamie Murray, the three-time champion. Now, Mean Greet tickets are sold out for the show. You can get GA at ChallengeMania.live, but there's one other way to get into this sold-out Challenge Mania Live meet and greet, and that is DraftKings. Hyped about the free meet and greet passes that you've been hearing about when you win a DraftKings contest? Well, we've teamed up again with our good friends at DraftKings to give you a huge opportunity. Two VIP meet and greet passes. That's for any show, including the sold-out meet and greet in Chicago, including Challenge Mania Live Miami if you want to come see CT and Nani and Josh on Saturday, December 21st, and including Nashville, Tennessee. That's right, we're coming to Nashville, Tennessee in the first quarter of 2020. More news on that coming soon. You can pick any of those shows or any show you want if you win this contest. 
contest. And not only do you win the two VIP meet and greet tickets, you get $1,500 in travel expenses to use for hotel, for gas, for flights, whatever you want to do. Just go to dkng.co slash challenge mania. That's dkng.co slash challenge mania. You draft a full lineup free with your first deposit of $5 or more and watch your players rack up points. You score the most points and you win. Now, if you're not doing your first deposit, I think it's $3, something like that. There is a fee to enter this contest, but that is good for you because the less people in this contest, the better your chances of winning this thing. Not only do you win the free VIP meet and greet passes, you get the travel, as I said. Make sure you act quickly. The contest doesn't last forever. It locks at 1 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, October 27th. So if you're listening to this on October 28th or later, sorry, next time we will do more DraftKings in the future. Don't worry. DKNG.co slash Challenge Mania. That's DKNG.co slash Challenge Mania. Did I go too fast? Just go to my Twitter, at Shot of Jaeger. There's a link there in my bio, in my pin tweet. Go get it there. Eligibility restrictions apply, as always. See the website for details. What are you waiting for? Go and get drafting. Just don't draft any bears. All right, here we go. More with Esther Falana. Uh, Mike Bloom wants to know if you shared a bond with CT over your shared situation as parents. Yes, I did. CT's my, I used, uh, CT was pops, man. I love CT. CT was very supportive. And obviously, since I've come out, like, everyone's like, the fact that you even got, like, you know, the big, big man CT to give you, like, he gave you, like, I, I keep getting blessings coming. Like, CT gave me his blessings. Like, he's the, he's the, like, the big man. Like, he's amazing. Like, no, CT was my father, man. Like, that was my homie. Like, we used to talk, catch up. You know, we used to do a lot of, um, baby talking, you know, he talked to me a lot about his son and I spoke to him a lot about my daughter and yeah, we bonded, man. I love CT, like, and he also was, he was like a, he was heavily instrumental in pushing me and making me believe in myself even further than what I believed in. You know what I mean? So I have so much respect for that guy, 100%. You know, um, that's a, that's a, a, a great social game right there. When you can like cook for people and like, and like help them do like the, 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 like the motherly stuff, like people think the world of you when you do that. Like it's very hard to vote somebody out that, you know, does things like that, you know, like as opposed to like the first guy that got eliminated from the game, like mm-hmm. that had won like a season of, uh, uh, was it, it wasn't survival of the fittest. It was shipwrecked where like, the social game and the physical game like comes into play and he's like bounced out early as opposed to like, you know, the mom who hasn't been athletic or hasn't, you know, hasn't been fit for since she was 17, you know, it's, you know, like your social game, it like people wanted to keep you around because you, you seem to be like a nice human being period. So they want to keep you around. So, which leads me to like the, the biggest you know, the, 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 the biggest, you know, dramatic effect of, of this last episode is where they were trying to keep you around. Um, but you were adamant in, in trying to th- throw yourself in. You just, it seemed like you thought it was your time. Like it was the noble thing to do. Whereas now you have people fighting to either keep you around or let you do your thing. And, you know, take your shot at elimination, improving yourself yeah. in the quote unquote, proving grounds do you think that it was wise of you to to throw yourself into elimination or do you think you should have um you should have listened to other people and tried to stick around for at least numbers sake yeah i wouldn't say that i, I um, have an expert myself here. i understand the numbers and etc but i, I just 
a genuine and honest person and I could see the dynamics of what was going on in a sense that I would be lying to you and seeing him and saying I was stronger than, for example, I didn't see myself being stronger than any of the girls that were um, um, in front of me. And that was Dee, Georgia, Kaylee and Jenny. And that was just based on my endurance, which is what I made very clear was my weakness. So I felt like everyone had, you know, a week by week when we lose, it's about, you know, eliminating the, the weakest girl. Right. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting them to try and prove themselves. Now, I wasn't about to sit down. In, the, in that little chamber thing that they sat down and, you know, sat down and deliberated and have people bash me and say, your shit, your this, you know, just like Carl did, oh, your shit, you know, I got up and had his little hissy fit, yeah. I wasn't about to let that happen because I know, like, do you know what? Cool, I understand that it's girls elimination. I haven't yet proved myself. I know you lot believe I am the weakest, so do you know what? Let me prove myself because I'm not, I'm not afraid. Like, everyone seems to be so scared to go in, you know, it's really, really a big deal. I weren't afraid. So I said, you know what? I will eliminate, I will nominate myself because I felt like it was the right thing to do. Like it was, I felt like it was my time to prove myself because if not, then all it's going to do is cause even more friction within our team. Do you know what I mean? Even more arguments, even more war. And for me, I was at that point where, do you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me even go in there and try it out. You know what I mean? Let me try it out. What's, what's the big deal? Do you know what I mean? So that was why I kind of felt like it was my, I wanted to um, put myself forward and but I wasn't gonna go in there and just be like, yeah, I'm gonna lose. No, I was gonna give it my hundred and ten percent without doubt, and which is what I did. Um, so um, do I, I? If if I was to go back again, would I want to do it? Um, because of the numbers, no. Because I felt like this was my time. You know, sometimes you have to look at it like, okay, is it my time to go in? Because if not, it was just gonna cause murders. Who would we have put in? Do you know what I mean? Who who else do you feel? out of all the girls, was was weaker than, you know, that was, you would say was weaker than me. Do you know what I mean? And I felt like the gone. Do you know what I mean? Big T had gone, and it was like, I was next. Do you know what I mean? So I just felt like it was only fair. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why I, why I nominated myself. Yeah, how much of, so in the episode, to me, it was clear that anyone who wanted you not to go in didn't want you not to go in for your benefit. They wanted it for their benefit because someone like D, D might have thought, oh, maybe I have a better chance of beating Esther. Let me keep Esther so later I can face Esther. To me, that's selfish. And and yet last week, yeah. you know, Derek and I did a role play where he was trying to say what they could have done to talk you into staying and be like, hey, you can stay one more week and maybe you make the final and this and that. And it sounds like you're like, hey, if I'm going to get thrown in eventually, whether it's today, tomorrow, or during this tribunal, I want it to be on my terms. Because once you guys yeah. vote me in, then I'm the easy vote next week. If I vote myself in now and take out Georgia, then who's going after me next? Nobody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, obviously, everyone's in there for themselves. Like, I know one of the reasons why it wasn't just because it was obviously it was because of numbers. But when, before I decided to eliminate, put myself forward, I knew that the numbers were good. Do you get what I'm saying? So I knew that my numbers and my likes was going to be good regardless. But I felt like at the same time, it's because, you know, if you take me to the final, you're likely going to beat, beat me. Do you know what I mean? So it's a guaranteed win. Do you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't work for me because I know that even though I might get to the final, I still want to prove myself. I don't want to be seen as just the chicken that, you know, kind of, um, you know, strolled all the way to the final without, you know, proving myself. Because I knew everyone was saying I was the weakest. Do you know what I mean? They weren't ever brave to say it to my face. But they were, you know, they would talk about themselves, except for D when D said it when it was at, out. 
But um, yeah, I just I I'm not someone that I just felt like if I was gonna go in regardless, I felt I had word that I might have faced B. You know what I mean, that was the round that I was gonna face B. But when I when it when I heard it was Georgia, I was just like, okay, raw, okay, let's see what's gonna happen. Uh, Chico says, have you seen the season uh, so far, if not up until this point, at least some of it? And if so, did that change your opinion of some of the cast getting to see some of the things that they're saying in the interviews and seeing some of the stuff play out that you might have not been present for? Yes, it has. Definitely. Like, I was quite disappointed with D, not going to lie, because D is someone that I used to even pray with. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I, she made a comment on the episode or oh, lay up or something like that. And if you're meant to be a friend, like, don't get interested. I, real is real. You can say, yeah, Esther, I'm not going to lie. Esther is the weakest on the team. You know, I think it's time that we do need to, you know, you know, tighten up our belts and get rid of, you know, the weakest on our team so we have a better chance of winning challenges. That is more nice and more friendlier. And that's a bit more respectful. You having a little chit chat and bitching and saying, I'm a layup. I mean, I, I had an issue with that. She messaged me and said she apologized, but I just aired it. I don't have time for that bullshit. That's fake. You know, I used to pray with you, girl. And I thought you was cool, but you're chatting behind my back. So I don't have time for that. You know, and, and that's what you, this is why I say fake. You know what I mean? And one of the reasons why I gravitate to Kaylee a lot is because Kaylee's a real girl. What you see is what you get. Like, you know, she don't, she don't go in her interviews and bitch and then see you in your face and start saying, hi, you know, how you doing? <clears throat> Sorry. How you doing? What you see with her is what you get. And, and that's why I mean, Kaylee really gravitated with each other because real recognizes real. Do you know what I mean? Challenge Rewind wants to know who were your targets to eliminate on your team or Team USA? Uh, anybody who you thought, I need to get this person out of the game to better your game or just, hey, I'm just not liking this person. I'd like to see them on a plane. Um, I was quite happy to see Laurel go. You know what I mean? Only reason because I was happy to see Laurel go is because she was, she played a lot of game in there, like, you know, so... Um, but I wasn't about to take her out. Do you know what I mean? She's a big gal. <laughs> She's a big gal. But, but yeah, I was, I was quite happy to see Laurel go. Um, Nani as well. I went, I was quite, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her go, to be honest with you. Um, reason being, because obviously her and Nicole, um, the, the week before, the week before girls elimination, obviously I had that her and Nicole, Nicole had a lot of negative things to say about me and she also put my name up. But um, it wasn't nothing personal. It was just game talk. Do you know what I mean? In terms of Nani. So if I had to choose, it would be Nani most probably because obviously you put my name forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this question's from Strategic Game Player. It's an aptly named account here because this is about strategy. Uh, they say the way the politics seem to play out is that you're either in Bananas' camp, and that's the people like Tori and, and Leroy and Jordan, etc., or in Wes's camp, which by extension becomes uh, Kara, Ashley, D, etc., who are um, who are aligned with him, and then later on kind of form their own alliance. If you return to the show, will you either? Uh, work with one of those or would you start your own alliance and all, overall just give your thoughts on how it felt watching that kind of play out because having no context for the challenge was it kind of weird watching these alliances kind of span both teams US and UK and sort of be more about specific people than team battle lines you know after the first week I'll be honest with you within the first week of being in the house you, even though you're, you're, you're not looking, you, you don't see everything that's going on from, you know, like watching, you know, like now I'm watching, I'm like, oh, bro, that happened, that happened. But when you're in the house, you kind of, there is, the division is quite clear, if I'm quite honest with you. You know what I mean? You could tell that there was war between the US, the, the USA team had issues amongst themselves. They couldn't even hold a group 
bloody meeting without arguing and having wars. So I could al- already see that there was some form of split dynamics between teams already. You know, even the um, UK team, I already could tell, you know, Josh and Rogan were best friends. You know, Kaylee's connected to Josh. Um, you know, it, D was, you know, seeing Rogan. It, it, you could kind of already see it amongst your, your, you know, amongst the atmosphere of where you're actually, where you are. Um, if I was to go back in, I don't know, you know, because it, every, every game is different. You know what I mean? So, you know, you might, you might, I might go in and say, yeah, I'm going to join teams with someone, but then I might go in and be like, yo, like the, the game is a bit different this time. You know, I can't, I can't really, you know, work on this team team because if I do, it might be at my own de- detriment. So I kind of, it, it's hard to answer that question because I, it will only depend on how the game is. Do you know what I'm saying? If the game is um, a group thing, then of course I'm going to have to, you know, stand by those who have stood by me, do you know what I'm saying, and work with those who have protected me in the past. But if the game is not a group thing, then I have to kind of be my own boss and try and form up my own alliances and, you know, make sure this person's got my back and, do you know what I mean? So it's a difficult one. But, no, I went on no Bananas team because Bananas is a bit funny, man. (laughs) What do you you mean by that? I think uh, our listeners will be upset if we don't have you elaborate on that. What does the word funny mean here? Nah, man, he's a bit of a, like, the guy loves women, man. Like, he's, 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 judgment is always clouded. He's such a shady man. He's so shady. He can, like, he, like, I remember one, 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 one time, we, he came into my room just to discuss about trying to get one girl out, and he was sitting down for 25 minutes talking about getting this one person out. And I was just like, <laughs> bro, like, you ain't got nothing else to do? Like, don't you want to go and make some food, go for a swim, do something else, boy? Like, why are you here? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, the man is a, he's a character, you know, he's a, he, and do you know if he's entertaining? I'm not gonna lie, he's definitely entertaining. He he loves he loves women as well. Women is his downfall. Oh, that guy bananas. <laughs> what kind of a geezer is he? He's a he's a he's a he's a flirt. He loves flirting with the women. He loves he loves to chat. He's a chatty patty. That was a word I made up in the house. He's a chatty patty. <laughs> he's a chatty patty. So he loves to chat. He loves to, he loves to watch as well. He's an observer. He likes to watch what's going on. And then once he susses out what's going on, he, he gets in there quickly. That's what you hear. He, he, he watches and then he bitches about it. Yeah. So he calls it, he knows he lo- he loves to stir the pot, but that's what makes it entertainment. Now like he's an entertainer. I give it to him. He's definitely an entertainer. <laughs> Was it a tough decision for you? Because I assume uh, back chat is filmed relatively close to where you live. It's something you can kind of do easily. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I am. But this, you had to go to Thailand for a period of what could have been a few months. Uh, wh- I don't know what the home situation is like with, with you and your daughter and everything like that. But was it a tough decision to have to leave her for so long? It was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my entire life because I've never left my daughter for that long before. So I struggled a lot. But the problem with that in, in that house is that you can't show weakness. You know what I mean? So even if I'm having a hard day and a hard time, like I wouldn't be able to express that because if people see that, oh, you're struggling. Oh, yeah, let's eliminate. Let's put her in. Like throw her in there. Like she was upset. She wants to go home. She's about her daughter. So Definitely was, I did struggle a lot, but, but I had to learn to keep it in. But where I used to lay it out was when I used to have my phone calls and I used to cry and say, I miss you so 
much. So I used to lay it all out there. And even when I used to do my confessionals, I'd go and I'd cry a bit in there. And then I'd go back and be like, yo, wow, wow, what's up? How you doing? Yeah? 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it was definitely difficult and very hard for me to leave my daughter. And as well as that being in, in Thailand, I was the first time in Thailand as well. Um, so it was very difficult. But, you know, I got through it. I think the first couple of weeks was hard. But then when we started getting phone calls home, um, it got easier. And so, yeah. Overall, was it an experience you'd like to run back and do again? Do you feel like it was worth it, leaving your daughter? Do you feel like it's the kind of thing you'd get better at as you go or you'd learn to take more from as you went? Or is it kind of a one-and-done thing for you? No, I would definitely be back. Like, do you know what it is? If you, if, before my episode came out, if you'd asked me this question, I would have said possibly not. Do you know what I mean? But after seeing myself and seeing how much I push myself and seeing how much, you know, sometimes you have to reflect and look back and be like, wow, was that me? I would definitely go back. I, I have a lot more to give and I feel like I could get better and I feel like it would, I would, I, I owe it to myself and I owe it to my fans as well to, to show them that, you know, I'm a, I'm a young, you know, young black girl from East London, Canning Town, um, Stratford, growing up in Canning Town, living in Stratford, you know, I come from a urban, you know, black show, which is all about debating and talking about what goes on in our current environment to now being in, um, you know, to now being halfway across the world on this big American show, because it's a big show in America and, you know, proving myself and, you know, testing my, 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 my own abilities, I owe it to my, I would go back, facts, like it wouldn't, you know, that doesn't, there's no question in that, like I have so much more to give, and not even that, like I'm an example for a lot of women, especially single mums, like, you know, you, if you push yourself and you believe in yourself, best believe you can achieve, so 100% I would. Yeah, I think, and I, I don't tell me if I'm wrong. I'd imagine a lot of that stems from the positive reaction and responses that I'm sure you've gotten over the course of the last week. We put it out there to get questions for you. And normally when people just put out statements, I don't read them. I like to stick to the questions, but I just want to read you some of these just to let you know some of the positive energy that you put out in the world with showing the guts that you did last week and everything like that. Erica says, Esther, please do another season. You were such an inspiration. Kimberly says, not a question. Just wanted to know that I have my seven seven-year-old daughter and four-year-old son watch her compete to show them how much heart she has truly a breath of fresh air and inspiration to us all kiana says fantastic competitor full of heart another kimberly with a y says i truly hope to see her on seasons to come so much heart ashley says first of all i need you back you are all heart and fight um and so i just basically you know wanted to share those with you because look you did a lot with you know, being a part of almost half of this season, but then having your kind of one big moment in elimination here and losing, you did more with that, I think, than almost anyone on the show ever has. Because, you know, when I was, you know, tracking the responses to saying you were on the show and just kind of watching the re responses to last week's episode, a lot of people really, I think, are planting their flag and putting their foot down and saying, we want to see Esther back on the show. So you have some fans that you will be disappointing if you don't come back, my friend. So just wanted to let you know that. No, I will be back 100%. And you know what it is? I'm also going to come back a lot stronger, a lot fitter, a lot. I'm going to have a lot more fight in me. And I think, I feel like that last, my elimination showed a lot of people that, wow, like, you know, don't ever underestimate. And as well as that, do you know what it is? I'm, I'm a big girl. I'm not a small girl. Do you know what I mean? I, I've got a lot of meat on me. Do you know what I mean? And I had a lot of women say, wow, like, you know, 
even I'm doing it for the big girls. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm representing for the big girls. And so I, it would only, I would come back without doubt. And I would even give it more than what I've even given already. Keep pushing, keep fighting, and, you know, proving to everybody that no matter your size, no matter, you know, your, you know, where you come from, your background, you can do anything. Do you know what I mean? Because I never thought I could do this at all. I actually, I mean, I remember my partner was like, second week, you'll be out maybe. You know what I mean? I said, yeah, maybe second week, I'll make, you know what I mean? But, I just thought, nah, like, there's no way, because as well as it being a physical element, there's also a social element, do you know what I mean? And once I grasped and understood how the whole game works, I said, nah, I'm going to try and be here as long as I can. I'm going to try and, you know, work my way and see how this this could be, do you know what I mean? But the reality is, is that as much as I did have a good social game, I was only being myself, do you know what I mean? I didn't put on a facade, I didn't pretend to be someone I'm not, I was just Esther, and people accepted me for the way I was, and I feel like that was just the biggest blessing above all. Um, were you disappointed, uh, you know, I don't want to give any, I don't know if this counts as a spoiler, I apologize if it is, if you care about who was or wasn't at the reunion, uh, then fast forward, Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, you know, we had heard, I think, you being very vocal, Idris being very vocal about your, you and Idris and some other folks not being invited to the reunion of this show and then mm-hmm. not being, not being able to just say it's as cut and dry as well. We only invited the people who made the final or pe- people who made it to episode 12 or something like that, that there were people who were eliminated before you invited to yeah. said reunion. Talk about yeah. that and how that made you feel, whether and maybe if an explanation has been given to you since then or anything like that. Because I think just by proxy, fans of yours who watch the show and then again are are very happy that you're there representing so many different groups and so many different types of people. They real it really breaks their heart to hear that you weren't invited to something like that that I'm sure you would have been great at given what type of show you come from. So uh talk about that a little bit if you don't mind. Do you know what it is? I'm not going to lie. The fact that I wasn't invited to the reunion, I was shocked at first. I was very disheartened and I was very disappointed. Um, I hadn't heard nothing for a while. And it was one of the girls on the show that said, yeah, I've been, you know, received my email for the reunion. I said, huh? So I said, let me email and find out what's going on. And then obviously I was then told that I wasn't going to be invited to the reunion. And I said, what, for what reason was I not invited? Um, it was because apparently I didn't have a storyline. Now, for me, I just felt like I was, I, I did, after I got that email, I did express myself, um, and send them an email back saying that I'm very disappointed. I'm very disheartened. I feel like my voice, um, has been taken away from me forcefully. I feel like you didn't give me a chance to even, you know, you know, give me, give, like, I, I lasted five weeks, like five, like up to five weeks. So for me, I feel like, how can you not, invite me but then you've invited people that were eliminated before me who didn't even say jackal throughout the whole bloody season do you know what i mean no offense to nicole but nicole didn't bloody say much you know she's hardly got any airtime and her elimination was crap do you know what i mean so how can you not invite me to the reunion and this is even before my episode has even come out do you know what i mean so i was really really disappointed the reason behind it from mtv is or from whoever was running the reunion was that Apparently they're not going with a storyline that I'm involved in. I don't know where it is, but hey, it is what it is, and that's why I wasn't invited. But I was definitely, I definitely feel like I was cheated, and I feel like it was very unfair. 
very unfair. Yeah, I think it's a misstep because, to be honest with you, a lot of storylines get created at reunions. A lot of feuds and whatnot get furthered at reunions. And for people like yourself, who I'm sure would be great to speak up, not just about things that you were involved in, but things you were present for and add your commentary. I call bullshit on that. They've had reunions where they literally brought in mercenaries who were on one episode to sit in the peanut gallery of that reunion. Someone on the line right here was invited to a reunion that he did one episode on. So I, I, I call bullshit on that. And I think that honestly is a step backwards when it comes to a lot of this inclusive casting they've done. And a lot of, you know, like I said, going outside the box and casting someone from a debate show on YouTube, that's fantastic. And then you make it as far as you do. They call it, you don't have a storyline. I call bullshit on that. I thought this last episode was a storyline. That was a moment we could have spoken about, especially the ripple effect it had on that alliance between D and Ninja and this and that. So just having you there to get your thoughts and to see you, see you again, see you up there with those folks again, I think is a misstep. So, you know, I don't understand where this invisible line is of who or who doesn't have enough storylines to be at the reunion, but I think uh, unless you can kind of explain it a little bit better than that and have an episode cutoff or something like that, I think it's a misstep. So uh, I apologize yeah. on their behalf. <clears throat> I'm sure they've apologized Thank to you, oh, but, but okay. I think that's ridiculous. Oh, oh, okay, Scott, you're about to start a feud with me, all right? <laughs> uh, because, listen, um, you don't run the show, Scott. You don't know what happens behind the scenes. You don't know what their goals are. Um, and Esther, forgive me real quick while I play devil's advocate. Um, but I've been on both sides of this, you know, reunion thing. And even in a, in a very weird spot where they call me in because I was on one episode and they basically want me to talk shit on, on people. Um, or, or maybe that, that, that was the thought process where I, you know, I barely get two, two words in and maybe that's why they don't call me back. So I'll, because I'm not out there just like blasting motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Because in order to get this airtime or this or this so-called storyline, you really got to be out there blasting motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not trying to be funny. But at the same time, I hear what you're saying, but there's so much that was not shown on this show. I had an altercation with Kyle. I had an altercation with Nicole. I had an altercation with Georgia. So best believe there are a lot of things that were not seen on this show. I believe it. I believe it. And that's and and that's and that's where my argument comes in is because it, and and that's why I feel like I can speak up in the situations because I've been on I've been in your shoes before where I've had beefs with people and it just it's just not shown because the beef is better when it's versus Johnny Bananas. Yeah, you know? okay, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like it's like why are they gonna show Derek beefing with these three knuckleheads when we could show Johnny beefing with these three knuckleheads and when we can get sound bites from these knuckleheads talking about. Uh, talking about Johnny Bananas in the most ruthless way. It's just better. It's just better yeah. for our show. So I, I'm just, I'm just looking at it from, from, from both sides. Listen, you gotta understand. She lives in I, London. The reunion is in the UK. In Why can't, it's like literally she is there. They're bringing people from California. They can put her in an Uber. I don't even know if they have Uber out there, but like literally yeah, to did. get, to get Idris and to get Esther on that stage, even if it doesn't make the final cut of the episode, maybe they don't honestly get featured in the final two hour reunion or whatever. The visual of not having them there is subconsciously telling the viewers who does or doesn't matter from this rookie cast. And that, 
to me is I think no matter what their goals are, storyline or blah blah blah, like it's just an optics thing. Just just let them yeah. go. Let them yeah. make magic happen. It's, Maybe the best moment of the reunion is Esther calling Johnny Bananas creepy and weird, and he likes to watch shit. That would have been a highlight for me if I got to see that yeah. in person. Yeah, but too bad they might not play that because they hear Wes talking about Johnny Bananas, and they'd rather play that. You know, but because, that's fine. But then uh, let then let the editor the let the editor decide the question, that. The question at hand, the question at hand, then is then what's the point in bringing in rookies? And giving us the opportunity to sh- um, to be on the show and you know see our personalities. If you're always going to keep dimming our light because people like Johnny Bananas and Wes are more important, there is a reason why they keep getting new people. So if you're going to continuously get new people, give us a chance to shine as well. Let us tell our stories. Let us be heard. Do you know what I mean? Stop always like Johnny Bananas and Wes have been there for centuries. Like come on, do you know what I mean? Eventually they're going to move on and no longer do the show because they're going to be too old. Now if you're going to keep putting them on, then how? you going to build on your new audience because this is a new millennium do you know what i mean new you you want to at the same time i get you still have old fans you know what i'm saying but you also want to um, bring in new fans younger fans you know refreshed you know you know you know what i'm saying like younger yeah. refreshed different eyes different opinions so if you want that then you're going to have to bring in new faces and they will bring in those new fans that you that you want and so consistent consistently showing the old fans yeah, I get it. They're legends. You know, they've done their thing, but um, it's good. But at the same time, give us new people a chance. Because if you don't, then what's the point of us being there? Do you get what I'm saying? And you don't have to fly. You don't have to not send Johnny Bananas, but you can also send Esther and Idris as well and have a larger stage. They've had they've had um, reunions yeah. with a lot of people. I mean, people. Like not, I get what you're saying, but me being from the UK, being coming from an urban scene, you know, the, the audience I bought is, is my, is my urban lot. You know, I've had fans, you know, I don't know, you lot are not from the UK, but I've had UK artists, do you know what I mean? Rappers like Conan, do you know what I mean? Crepton Conan, they, they're big in the UK. Malogo, he's quite big in the um, UK who are watching this show and like, wow, like Esther, you're doing your thing. Do you know what I'm saying? This is fresh yeah. eyes. This is a different demographic. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day, you have to be open to new people and giving us a chance. Right. Especially Look, since, I, correct me if I'm wrong, this reunion's going to air in the UK too. And if you're going to exactly. have it play there and the whole point of bringing you guys into the show is bringing it internationally. I don't know. I think it was a misstep not having you on. I know Devil's Advocate here has to stick up for uh, the powers that be and everything yeah, like that. So yeah, we can pivot yeah, away from this, yeah. but no, I'm no, no, sad no, no. to hear no, we won't listen, see you there. No, 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 no. I, I'm all about having the back chat on Challenge Mania. This is, th- I like this, Scott. We can do the back chat right here, bro. <laughs> Uh, this is okay. We got my side. We got the female's perspective on the other side. Okay. And we got your side. Okay, Scott, which doesn't even matter at this point. Okay. Cause you brought it up. Now you got me heated. Okay. So let me go back to the reunion. Right? <laughs> and listen, Esther, for, for the record, this is why challenge mania exists. Okay. It's for people <laughs> like, it's for people like you. It's for people like me. It's for, it's for people that where it's for the people that do the challenges and the shows where, uh, where, where, where the whole story is not said, you know, it's, 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 it's the exact reason why, um, you know, we can fill in the gaps and, and, and that one story or that one beef that you had with Kyle that we didn't hear about or whoever, like we can talk about that here. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, I've been in your shoes. I've been, I, I, I've, I haven't been invited to the reunion when I've carried the entire show. You know what I mean? I've been at the reunion when I shouldn't have been at the reunion. I've seen people at these reunions 
where there's 30 people up on stage and they don't say one word, you know? Yeah. And it's so it's like it's like I've seen and been involved in every possible scenario that where I where I can stand up and be like, no, Scott. Or, or, or I agree with you, Esther. I don't agree with you, Scott, but I, you know, like I can, I can play both sides. So I feel comfortable, you know, playing the devil's advocate here because I've been in these weird situations where I haven't been invited. And I'm like, well, why the fuck did when I get invited? I went into elimination five times. I beat up on four of your, on four of your stars. And I don't yeah. get it. What? But Derek, Why? no offense to you, right? And I think we all think it's ridiculous that on was it cutthroat, right? That that you weren't at the reunion, even though by by the fact that you kept going in oh, and going, oh, right? Oh no, it, dude, I wasn't. Was I at the cutthroat reunion? I don't even know if I was at the cutthroat reunion. But, I wasn't at the Gauntlet Two reunion. But yeah, right. That's what it was. Gauntlet and Two. And I was so, and I was at the Fresh Meat reunion when yeah. I, I didn't make it to. No offense, though, D. It's not yeah. – no. nobody's looking at it and saying, you know, why is West there and not Derek? It's when someone goes, why are Idris, Esther, and Big T all not there is the kind of thing that I think looks a little differently and bothers people a little bit more. We've all seen someone like Corey literally get eliminated in the first elimination on Vendettas and still go to the reunion because he's MTV's poster boy. We know that, right? That, like, and we've still seen, have nothing to say at the reunion. We've seen ridiculous – right, 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 contradictions. Yes, I'm saying I agree. It's specifically, like, what the fuck? Yeah, but specifically with, with this one, as Esther's saying, is that she was cast probably oh. to bring in a lot of her community as viewers, right. and she's done so successfully. Okay. Idris as well, Big T as well, and none of them, I know Big T was eliminated early, but Idris and Esther made it halfway through this season at minimum, and they're not invited to a reunion that has someone who is not a member of that community who was eliminated very early in Nicole. And then people like Johnny's and whatnot who were eliminated almost two episodes in. But you get why, because they're poster boys of the show. I'm just saying they should work a yeah. little harder to predict when the Internet is going to go, you know, crazy over something like this. And in this scenario, they are totally right to because it's just, you know, it doesn't look good. And they just need to be a little bit have a little bit more foresight when it comes to that. So and, and for the record, I think Esther should have been there. Okay, Esther, I'm on your side. You know what I mean? I just kind of, you know, I feel like I got to play both sides just just for for show's sake. You know it's what I mean? It's happened to uh, everyone, right? When we were looking in a vacuum and you're like, why is this person there and not that person? In this particular instance, it, there's three people who were excluded where you're like, oh, that looks kind of bad right there. So, yeah. I'm yeah. with you guys Trump who think it's shit. And they're from the UK, like you said. Right. When they Uber could away. literally, yeah. honestly, there's probably like, uh, you could probably walk it's to the weird. reunion, right? I'm sure there's one of you who lives close enough to like jog there. And I just, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Ah, that just, no, it really annoys just, me. Also, very small. here's the other thing. And uh, people have asked about this. And I'll bring it up. So apparently, you know, they've been doing these after shows, um, on their YouTube channel. Uh, because who the fuck needs Challenge Mania? No, I'm just kidding. So apparently last week after the episode, Georgia had some comments, right, during that after show uh, where she talked about you yeah. as, as being a layup and whatnot. Um, to me, and were you a member? You weren't a part of that after show or anything like that, right? I wasn't invited. Right. So to me, not inviting you to be a part of a, a one-way discussion about your elimination and then also not invited to the reunion to comment on her comments on you is like the exact opposite of we like to do here at Challenge Mania. So like, you know, we like to give both people who are involved in an elimination a voice if they want to come on. Some of them don't. Some of them have me blocked. Whatever. But regardless, like th th it's the antithesis of setting up, you know, a conversation about her saying that about you. You're only giving Georgia the voice. 
voice. You're not giving Esther the voice. So how did that make you feel last week seeing that? Um, yeah, I was quite, I was quite disappointed with Georgia. Georgia's, do you see Georgia? Georgia's fake. Like, I tell her straight to her face, so I tell her straight here. Like, she's a fake girl, as far as I'm concerned. Because for me, you, everyone saw that elimination. We left on a really, really good term. You know, she, 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 she talks so highly about being one of the fittest girls on the team, running the marathon in the UK. Now, if you run a marathon, yeah, like the same way she used the terminology, I would have never beat her, even if I, the only way I would have beat her is if I had a rocket up my ass. No offense, you find a marathon. You should have had a rocket up your ass, and you should have left me with ten relics behind. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have been able to tie with you. You know what I'm saying at all? But that's what I'm saying. Georgia likes to give it a lot of big un, a lot of chat, 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 chatty, just chatty patty, and because she did the same thing with Big T, underestimated Big T's abilities, and you know, Big T almost beat her. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I just feel like at the end of the day. Um, if, if I'm not given a voice, um, you know, like like MTV, I see it as they didn't give me my voice to voice how I felt about what she had said or, you know, in, in terms of the reunion and in terms of the after show, I will force for my voice to be heard. And that's why I have my social media platforms. And that's what I did. And I called her out straight on it because for me, you, you've messaged me after the show. We've been cool. You know, they only filmed that last month. You know what I'm saying? That after show, um, you know, interview. And so... We've spoken. We've been cool. So I don't know what energy you've been given. I don't know what you're on or what you've gone and taken or whatever that you've now think you're a big girl and you can sit on the, on the sofa and start talking smack when you wasn't talking like that before. We cried on our elimination. She cried. I cried. It was very, very emotional. Like you even heard her commentary in her confessionals that Esther's tying up with me. So then now how does that go to you built, you beat me by a milestone? Like girl, like sit 10 seats down. Because for me, this is what I don't like. I don't like fake. And that is fake. We weren't like that. So, and then as well as that, you're saying I wouldn't have beat you if I would have had to have a rocket up my ass. Now you're insulting me. Obviously, she messaged on Twitter back about it, but she responded to my tweet and said that how it was banter. Now, I don't know if um, Georgia lacks um, visual education. I don't know if she can see what, what, what banter is because the body language in that interview was not banter. Do you know what I'm saying? Cam had to defend me and show her that, no, do you know what I mean? You're not going to do that. And she put her in her place. So I don't know what banter she's seeing, but you're not going to disrespect me like that. And I'm not call you out for it. Yeah. And this would be a great conversation to see you two have at the reunion. Just saying. Uh, I've got one more, D, and then we can wrap it up with you. Ashley wants to know, if you won this elimination, would you have been a turncoat and gone to Team US or would you have stayed with Team UK? Mm. Well, big up the USA, you know, I've always got love for the USA, but nah, I'm a loyal, diehard fan. I would have stuck to my own, do you know what I mean? I uh, Until the end, even if we lose, do you know what I mean, and we keep losing, I'm going to still stick to the UK because that's where, that's where I'm from, that's what I represent, that's what I'm all about. So nah, I would have stuck to the UK. Do you think, do you think that Theo in Georgia should have, for a game move, went to the US? Would have been smarter um, for that. No, because I think not because I think no. The reason I feel like they shouldn't is because they, they would have been consistently been the guinea pigs and consistently get thrown in, got mm-hmm. gotten thrown in. That's where it is. Because at the end of the day, you have to also be smart. If you decide to turn coat, um, how protected are you on that team if they lose? Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. If it's, and especially if it's a girl's elimination or a guy's elimination, you may not be protected. So you might make their choice a lot easier when you turn in coat because one, you show disloyalty because you don't have loyalties. 
because you've swapped from where you're from to be on their team just because they're winning. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you'll just be you'll just be seen as you'll just be used as a guinea pig. Oh, we've lost. Okay, who are we throwing in? Georgia. Oh, who are we throwing in? Theo. Oh, we've lost again. Georgia. Theo. That's what it would be. Do you know what I mean? So for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise anyone to swap teams because I just feel like stick to not not this not this not at this stage of the game anyway. Not not at this stage of the game. Maybe later on. If, we, if you get deeper in, possibly, depending on how the dynamics are. But at that point, no. Nah, I think it was a very smart move for Theo and Georgia to stay with the UK. Um, I have a question about um, – I want to go back to the, uh, to the patio restaurant bar when um, – I believe it's Kara, Ninja, and Ashley are sort of like confronting Dee and telling her that um, that she needs to find a way to save you. Um, this episode is actually called Saving Private Esther. I don't know if you noticed that, but I think that this is the moment. This is the moment where where and I don't know if you know this or not or whether they were arguing about something else or not, but they confront her and say, listen, you have to you have to save Esther. Um, you need to do this. Do you think mm-hmm. that they were over the top and over the line in, in, in confronting her and trying to get her to save you? Was it even possible for her to save to save you? Would you have I even think- had the conversation? Did they try to have the conversation with you to stick around? Did any of that happen? Oh uh, yeah, we had the conversation. We definitely did. I think um with the I think with the um I had a conversation with Dee already and it was cool. I said, I'm, I'm happy to put myself in. So I think the difficulty that Dee was in is because I'd already put myself up for her now to try and turn the numbers round and say, okay, we're not doing Esther no more. We're going to do Georgia. They would have, it would it was too far gone. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think, yeah, there was a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, I understand it's because they want to keep the numbers. But at the same time, I think, the reason that they went so hard with her is because I feel like Dee had started showing a bit of disloyalty. She started being a bit funny. Like now she's thought we, we, we had been playing the numbers game. Do you know what I mean? We, we had been keeping our alliance together. Now at that point in time, you now want to say, Oh, it's, it's not a numbers game anymore. At, at, at whose cost? Like why is it all of a sudden it's no longer a numbers game when it's, when we're telling, when they're telling you to do something that is out of your comfort? Do you get what I'm saying? So I think that is why people were going in on her because I just feel like, they were just like, what? Now it's not a numbers game. So what are you trying to say? You, you, you're out of this year. So we can eliminate you. We can throw you in now. Is that what you're trying to say? So I think that's way it was. It did go a bit hard on her, but it is, it is, it is what it is. Like, I think that, you know, it's all part of the game, isn't it? Like, naturally, but no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I would have still stuck to my decision based on the fact that I had naturally already at that point. So I couldn't turn, 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 turn around and say oh i've changed my mind now i don't want to do it anymore yeah it, it just seemed like a it seemed like a very difficult road for d to make that happen especially when you're like i'm not going in or i mean i'm going in you know what i mean did we lose someone? yeah oh sorry yeah, um, no 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 i just it, it just see it just seemed like far-fetched for for her to be able to make that happen scott I, i've got i've got i've got a couple more questions i think it I, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's more of like, I kind of want to put, uh, Esther in the hot seat here if we haven't already. And I want to do, I want to do my best version of back chat if we can, challenge mania style. And I want to see her thoughts on some of these fights and feuds before and after and some of these characters before and after. Uh, okay. So, so basically, I just want to be like, 
you you said that you had um you, you you've known of, of some of these people uh because you saw them on tv or you heard of them um but i want to hear your after at the after effects like so for example um you saw kyle on tv what'd you think of him before what'd you think of him after i used to think kyle was a little hoe he just used to get about like he just used to beat girls just fuck 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 that's all he knows like he's just a little hoe um after meeting Carl, i still think he's He's cool. I like, you know, he's me and Carl fell out. So I still think Carl's cool, but you know, he's, he's, he's a very, he's, very, he's like a little kid in a playground that likes to like, you know, stir the pot. Like he's a little, like a troublemaker. That's what I, that's what I'll say about Carl. But, um, in terms of who I knew him before, um, obviously I, I just thought that he was a hoe and he used to just get about and just girls. I did I, I couldn't see why girls liked him so much. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still can't see it, unfortunately, but. Now that I've gotten to know him, I do think he is cool. And, you know, I also got to know, you know, the fact that he was in a relationship and see a different side to him. So he's definitely cool peoples, but he still is a shit stirrer. Uh, how about how about a guy we haven't talked about at all this episode, uh, Bear? Bear is Bear. He's a troublemaker. He's a, you know, Bear, what I, what I know him as before the show, before uh-huh. I ever met him, and the way he is on the show, he uh-huh. is Bear. That is him. That is, there's no fake. There's no, you know, questioning his character. That is Bear. He's a very lovely guy. I love Bear to But I've got mad love for Bear. He's cool people, definitely. How about, he's down to earth, man. Uh, how about arguably the uh, strongest girl on the UK team at this point, Jenny, Survival of the Fittest. Did you watch her on the show? And what do you think about her after? Yeah, I didn't watch Jenny on the show, but I knew of Jenny because um, obviously, the, like I said, reality UK TV is quite like it's quite um, pop, like it's well you know about them. Um, and because one of my one of the girls that's under my management was on the same show as her as well. Um, Jenny's cool, like um, very loud, very talkative, but she's cool. I like Jenny. I can't, I can't even. She's she's full of life, and that's the kind of people I like to be around. A lot of energy and a lot of. She's definitely a good good people. All right, now I want to get into some of these feuds. Um, what do you think of this Jordan and Turbo on? Let me tell you about Turbo. Turbo's the alpha. You understand? Like, he's an alpha. That's all, all I've got to say. Turbo is an alpha. Um, I was there when, you know, the whole... For me, I just... I at times. Do you know what I mean? He's too be quite grumpy that like I've seen I, I've seen a lot of his um behavior. can throw a lot of tantrums and get angry and get upset about such minor things so I feel like what Jordan did was he just tried it with the wrong one he, he, Turbo is just not the one you know and Turbo gave it to him as Turbo would because for me even if Turbo is kicking something and you don't agree with it you're not production you know what I mean you're not you know you're not TJ you are Jordan, the same as everybody else, a normal contestant on the show. So you have no right to, you know, tell someone, don't do that, calling them. Do you know what I mean? I just think that it's not your place. And I feel like that's the problem with Jordan. And a number of times, even when we were on, you know, he'll be telling us to shut the fuck up. And I used to look at him and say, who the hell is this boy talking to? Has he lost his mind? Do you know what I mean? So Jordan has got a, he's got a, a, I feel like he likes to be, he wants to always be, you know, like he's the teacher of the class. And it don't work like that because we're all adults, you know, and if anyone's going to tell us, tell us off, it should be production and not you. And I feel like he likes to take charge a lot. And that's why he got himself into beef with Turbo. 
Those are such good descriptions. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. Um, that was so good. Um, uh, so we've seen Josh get into it with a few people. Uh, we've seen Josh get into it CT. We've seen Josh get into it with Polly. Uh, what do you make of Josh versus, uh, CT and Polly separate times? Um, the only thing I'll say, I, I've got, by the way, I've got, I, I still have, you know, J- Jordan is cool. I still, I'm still cool with Jordan. Um, I, in terms of Josh as well, I'm, I'm cool with him as well. But all I can say about Josh is he's a very emotional character, extremely emotional, too emotional. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that is why he's gotten himself into all of this situation and all this passa passa. So he's in- too emotional. Uh huh. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, so just a, he's a very emotional character. And for me, I just think that he takes his emotions too far. And that is why he's treaded on people like T, um, um, CT's toes and also Paulie's toes. And I feel like as well, there's a bit of disloyalty as well. I feel like he doesn't know what loyalty is as well to a certain degree. He doesn't know how to be loyal to one. But at the same time, I kind of get where he's coming from because he feels like he's pushed around a lot by people and, um, so maybe he, this is his way of exploding and saying, ah, you know, um, you know, I, I'm not doing this no more. Okay. And then we've got the UK stuff, all the UK stuff. And we've seen Paulie and Kyle. I'm not going to ask about that. That seems like it's kind of subsided, but we've seen, you know, Kyle versus Rogan, uh, Rogan versus Theo. I guess Rogan's the next one. Rogan versus Kyle and Rogan versus Theo. Um, how, how's all that stuff look? And we saw kind of like Joss not, not, not say much when confronted by Kyle this last episode also. Um, Rogan is called people's. I think what it is is that Kyle felt that Rogan had never needed to prove himself. Do you know what I mean? And Rogan hasn't proved himself this far, and in terms of going into eliminations and proving himself on the proving ground. So I, I think the whole dynamics of that is just alter ego. Like they've all got alpha male issues. Like everyone wants to be the man. Nobody wants to. And I feel like all of them, to a certain degree, are pussies as well. Like. They fight so hard not to go to the proving ground. Bloody hell, it's not that deep. Like, it's not the end of the world. Go in, prove, and that's it. Like, they all love to, oh, I'm not going in. Why are you putting me in? I don't want to go in. I think, oh, my gosh, bloody hell, it's not that deep. You go in, you fight, you come back if you win. And if you don't, you go home and you keep your head up high. It's not that deep. Yeah, you showed them all. You showed them all, Esther. Um. No, I love what you did this season. Um, I, I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate your input. Uh, you definitely showed all these fucking pussies up by, uh, by yeah. going in there and, 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 and doing your best and, um, and just taking it on the chin and saying, look, nah, it's my turn. I'm going to do it. I think she was the MVP of this episode. Win or lose, Scott. Definitely. I think I think everybody looked at you as being the MVP of this episode, and I think you gained a lot of fans this season. You particularly gained a lot of fans this past week because even though you didn't come out on top, I loved your move both from just a pride standpoint and from a game standpoint. Hey, if I'm going to go in anyway, should be on my terms. So, yeah. um, and you got two fans on the other end of the phone right here, Esther. Anytime you want to come on Challenge Mania and share that voice, I know you've got the YouTube show where you're doing it quite often, but if you ever want to talk some challenge, you know where to find us. Uh, let everybody know one more time where they can find, uh, Back Chat London and where they can also find, uh, your brands or anything like that or your, your makeup company, your umbrella, if you will. Uh, let the maniacs know. Okay. Hi, 
right. So thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Mad love. I love this interview. Well, you guys can watch Back Chat London on YouTube. It's BK um, and then chat, C-H-A-T-L-D-N. So Back Chat London. We are currently... Um, um, currently in releasing of season four and episode three is coming out on Wednesday. Every Wednesday at eight o'clock it comes out. Um, you can catch me, my social handlings, Twitter is esther.falana, um, Snapchat is falana1, my surname and then one. You can also catch me on Instagram, which everyone I seem to get so much love from. So I thank you guys for all the support and love. You can catch me on Instagram, Esther Falana. I also have my hair business, S Beauties, which is also connected to my main social, Esther Falana. So you can also find the links to that on there. But yeah, I appreciate you guys and thank you for an amazing season. And, you know, for accepting me for me, that's one thing above all that I'm grateful for. Oh, 100%. That's, that's 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, Scott, right? Yeah. Yep. Eastern time every Wednesday. Back Absolutely. chat London, right? Awesome. Thanks, um, Esther. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Esther. All the best. Hopefully talk <laughs> soon. See you on Take social. Care. See ya. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. The Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today. There she is, Miss Esther Falana. Man, I can hear her. I could literally listen to little, little, I could literally listen to her talk all day. She's just got one of those great voices and uh, really thoughtful, really smart. And I really, I really dug that chat with uh, Miss Backchat, if you will, Esther Falana. Yeah, I want to get in on one of those conversations. You know, I want to be in the kitchen. I think it'd be safer if you didn't. But I, I get what you're saying. Probably right. Yeah. Probably right. Um, you're like, did I just hear anyway, a knife fight? Did you just say there's love knife it. fights going on? Yeah. I, 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 when was the last time you heard about, you know, people getting stabbed and that being like the topic of conversation? How do you not go and listen to back chat this week on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Well, Eastern time? I think That's the difference is there's like there's a there's an epidemic of knife violence. And you're like, did I hear knife fights? You know, like you make it sound like a pay-per-view. Well, look, dude, I listen, I, I, I like I'm all about world news. I'm all about hearing what's going on in these other countries and stuff like that. Believe it or not, like that's something that I'm into. Um, So like hearing that and, uh, you know, hearing that people actually care about that and are talking about it is like very intriguing to me. No, so it's very cool. I, I would love to I would love to sit in and, you know, just just. Just be a fly on the wall. I'm going to find that episode and we'll watch it. Maybe we'll talk about it this week in the war room. Guys, let her hear it, folks. At Esther Falana one. If you want to find her on Twitter, let her know you heard her on the show. If you don't follow her yet, throw her a follow. Um, And look, we might not see her at the reunion, it sounds like. We might not see her on any of these challenge after shows. But I'm glad we got to talk to her today. And as I said, open door policy here. Open invite for her if she ever wants to return. So I'm hoping it sounds like she wants to do another one of these shows. It sounds like a lot of the positive reinforcement 
you guys have given her and her seeing this last episode play out and seeing how much she stuck to her guns and uh, what a great performance she put on. I think she is looking to do it again, too. So you guys know how to make that happen. I know it's not as simple as you guys tweet them and they put them on the show. Of course not. But obviously all the positive reinforcement you put back into the world can't hurt, you know, so uh, let them hear. Look, look, reunions are cool, but Challenge Mania and Challenge Mania Live are the next best thing. So if you can't make it there, and if you're not, you know, whether whether you're, you know, one of us that's been on the show or hasn't been on the show in a while or you're someone that just listens to the podcast and wants to see one of those reunions, that's kind of what it is, except it's like right in front of your face. So um, Challenge Mania Live, come through. Yeah, and you guys heard the info on the DraftKings contest. I gave it to you earlier. Go to dkng.co slash challengemania. You can win a trip to either Challenge Mania Live Chicago, which has a sold-out meet-and-greet already. That's Saturday, November 23rd, where we're going to roast Mark Long along with Jamie Murray and Brad Fiorenza. And also, Challenge Mania Live Miami, CT is going to be in the house. Nani, Josh, a few meet-and-greet tickets remain, but those are almost gone, too. If you want to attend either one of those, you get the two VIP meet-and-greet tickets and $1,500, folks, to book yourself some swanky travel to come and see challenge mania live go to dkng.co slash challenge mania or just go to my social media at shot of jaeger on twitter at scotty jaeger on instagram derek is at derek mtv on all platforms we'll have the link posted in both of our bios over there might be our pinned tweets all that good stuff easy to find remember facebook.com slash challenge mania podcast where we have a lot of contests we give away a lot of stuff and of course we also do a lot of question taking from facebook so definitely if you're on the good old book over there if you're throwing some uh some support towards the Zuckerbergs of the world, make sure you are at Facebook.com slash Challenge Mania Podcast. All right, that's all I got, D. I want to send these people to go doing some research for their fantasy lineups. What do you say? Yeah, do it up. Um, I almost do like DraftKings every week now, ever since I got into this DraftKings, so um, I'm excited. That's exactly why they do these contests, to lure people like you in and take your money all year. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. You win some, though. You win some. Like, this this one's probably, you know, easy one to win. So... Awesome. Yep. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. All right, All right, guys. This ends your time here on Challenge Mania. Take care of yourselves, and hopefully we'll see you in the future.